1: welcome to the wellness revolution podcast
0: welcome back to the wellness revolution i'm glad you're here i'm dr veronica medical intuitive medical doctor homeopath functional medicine practitioner and i am delighted today to have a wonderful lady with me she started life as a little baby but for her medical career she was a nurse sorry. Yeah. You know, you you guys know, I like to like say little silly things, but she was a nurse and she came into being a medical intuitive. You guys know that I do that type of, of service for people and how I started, but I was scared to talk about it for a long time. And I thought everybody's going to think I'm crazy, especially my colleagues. I didn't want anybody to know I could do this. And then my business coach said, you gotta, you gotta help people with this. You have this skill that you can help a lot of people you're not on your master path your life path if you're not using that skill to help people because you have such gifts and even in your hands the markings in your hands say you have intuitive gifts you've got to use this or you're not doing your life purpose And that's how strongly one of my counselors said that to me. So we're going to talk to Tina Zion. Now, I'm going to tell you, she has a book coming out. I want to tell you the name. I'm looking at my sheet. Let's see. Is it Advanced Medical Intuition, Six Underlying Causes of Illness and Unique Healing Methods? Coming out in 2018. Sometimes people might not see this till 2018. That's the beauty of the internet and being evergreen. Okay? But... She's going to contribute an offer to, I've read this book, Memories of the Afterlife, Michael Newton's book, Memories of the Afterlife. You know, it's interesting. We can also, Tina, talk about the afterlife and the pre-lives and the lives in between and all that type of stuff because when I'm doing readings, I will see that type of information on people. So, Tina, welcome to the Wellness Revolution. I want you to first start by telling the audience just a little bit about your background and how you came upon medical intuition.
1: Mm, okay. My background, like you said, is nursing. I uh, always specialized in mental health nursing and worked with um, organizations and things like that. And then, oh, about, about 25 years ago, I went into private practice part of, for mental health counseling. And part of my private practice was also doing Reiki. And the Reiki, while I was doing Reiki with people, I was picking up all of a sudden all kinds of intuitive information. And I started to tell people about it and they were wowed out and it was so helpful. And so I started doing more and more of that and less and less of the actual hands-on Reiki. And that's really what set it off. That's really what got it going.
0: Wow. So... When you first came upon your skills, did you think it was weird?
1: No, because I uh, grew up, uh, and I talk about this a lot, but I grew up in a family that we were absolutely expected to use our intuitive abilities. We were absolutely expected to see our relatives who have passed and to communicate with them. So I grew up this way. But it it didn't become more in the medical emotional realm until uh, my Reiki just opened it up. It seemed okay. And so, what kind of information were you getting on people? Oh, right away, I was getting I was getting what the body looked like that was struggling and how it was struggling and what the energy was doing. And then as it advanced, I started uh, picking up more and more the underlying cause. So that's what prompted my current book, Become a Medical Intuitive. And then uh, the more and more I'm picking up underlying causes of illness. And so that's why my book, Advanced Medical Intuition, is coming out in April. So it led to that. And I just started studying myself. And I thought, how am I doing this? And so I studied myself and then began to uh, create a book for other people.
0: Ah, yes, yeah, because, I mean, I find it fascinating because I'm like, how am I doing this? And I, first off, you're just doing it and it's coming to you. And you're just like, this is weird, especially when you, you're a nurse. So, you know, when you have traditional medical training, you're, yeah. you almost are taught to turn
1: off your intuition. Do you think that's so? Oh, yes, Absolutely. Because it's in the traditional medicine, it's facts, facts, it's lab tests, it's exams, it's, you know, MRIs and things like that. So, yes, but, you know, in my workshops, I'll tell you, I am getting more and more physicians in my workshops and nurses, nurse practitioners, physical therapists, because they know, these physicians know that they're picking up more information than what their, than what their lab tests and their MRIs are showing, they just know, and they think, "What? How am I getting this information?" And so that's why they come to my workshop. See, yes. so some of these physicians, they already know it.
0: Yes, and so more and more physicians are like myself, admitting that there's something else going on. But yes. we people say, "Oh my gosh, you have a gift. You have a special gift." So talk about it. Do you think it's a gift? I mean, is it that I feel and I've learned that we all have intuitive abilities and how I describe it to people, I like to use a basketball analogy and say, well, some people are just like LeBron James. And other people, or, or let's say Michael Jordan. I'm going to use Michael Jordan for a reason. Some of us are like Michael Jordan, and other of us are struggle at bouncing the basketball. There's different levels. But even Michael Jordan was not good at it all his life, his basketball, even didn't get on the high school team, but then practice, practice, practice and also got fabulous coaching and then became the magnificent basketball player that we all know he is, and we still wear his sneakers. So I say intuition is that same way, that if you – there are some people who are going to have it better than others. It's going to be part of our, let's call it, core genius. But if we don't do anything with it, if we don't practice it and we don't get coaching at it, it's not going to be good. What do you say about that?
1: I guess what I would say is we I've have found in my experience that we are all wired to receive this information. I think our our passion and our interest actually will help accelerate it and open the abilities up. But I have found over and over again it is not something that we're born with. Even though I am teaching now full time, I still practice. Every single day I practice every single day and I've been doing this for years. So I agree with your, your basketball thing that he practiced and practiced and practiced and that's what I still do. And that's what will really escalate this ability. I totally agree with you.
0: Okay. So tell us you teach this. So that means you feel it's something that can be learned. Yes. Talk about, you know, some people might be skeptical because anything in this type of realm, in this, let's call it the sixth sense that we can't see, uh, people find mystical and is hard to study, as a matter of fact. People think, well, it doesn't exist and it's just there. And, you know, you see it in the media and you have these people who they're, they're famous because they're a medium or whatever they are. Talk about that. Can, can, how well can people learn it? Can it be trained and all that type of stuff?
1: People can learn this, absolutely. But there are some things that get in, in, absolutely get in the way. One of them is people are afraid. And I hear all kinds of different fears that I would have never thought of. But people in my workshops will say, well, I'm afraid. What if I get so good at this? And all my family thinks I'm crazy. And somebody told me, one of my uh, students just a couple of weeks ago said, what if my friends find out about this? They will leave me. And so people have these deep, deep fears that get in the way. See, it's those fears that get in the way. And they also tend to hide their abilities. Where you and I are out there just real open about this, but people become so afraid that they hide how capable they are, and they hide all this information that people are yearning to know. I have found out that people are yearning to have help in that medical, emotional realm of their life. You know, why do I keep getting this, you know, physically happening? And, and why do I keep getting sick and things like that? So it's fears, it's hiding our abilities, and gets in the way a lot.
0: So there are some people who believe they're intuitive, but don't think they can be medical intuitives.
1: Mm -hmm. What do
0: you say about that?
1: Well, just a little bit ago, this man came up in my awareness and here he is again. So I'll mention him. I received a phone call one day and he said, uh, you know, that he was searching medical intuition, found my website and all that. And he kept saying you must understand I am only an old farmer from Ohio. And he said, how can I do this? And I said, well, what drew you to searching it on uh, the website anyway? And he said, I was massaging my wife's back, and all of a sudden I could see her spinal cord. And it just threw him for a loop. It just uh, frightened him. But he said, "I, I think I can do this. And I said, you can absolutely do it. So see, some people just start spontaneously and some people just feel that yearning and that passion for it and they learn how to do it. But I love that story. He kept saying, I'm just an old farmer in Ohio. That's what he kept saying. So I think that the
0: old farmer in Ohio has a role, yet you as a nurse has a role, me as a physician has a role. And it's important for people to decide what they're looking for other than they just want somebody to tell them cool information. So how do you, Mr. Old Farmer becomes a medical intuitive and everybody's going to him. Are there ethical concerns and limitations to that versus using Tina versus using Dr. Veronica? What do you say about that?
1: The ethics is I I go on and on and on to people that if we are not physicians we absolutely cannot diagnose we cannot give it a medical label but do you know what people who are not physicians can do i ask them to describe and describe and describe in detail what they're perceiving to their you know for their client as long as they don't give it that medical diagnosis i also talk about to be very 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 private because what a, what is there's nothing more intimate than an intuitive picking up their general story but a medical intuitive goes in past the skin and uh, how much more intimate can we be than when we receive information down inside of our physical body so as, as far as the ethics i'm i'm very very strong on being very compassionate because this This is so intimate when we do this kind of work.
0: I, I, I certainly agree with that. And when I'm doing medical intuitive readings, I always tell my clients, even though I'm a physician, that I'm not doing a medical diagnosis, recommending medical treatment, or doing psychotherapy. And in fact, when I get medical terms that pop up into me, because they do, because I'm a physician, that's my background and training. It's really, people, I have people say malignant hypertension, those words will pop into my head. Acquired acromegaly, these words, that you most people have never popped up will pop up to me because it's in my whole soul history of doing it so these come up but despite those type of words coming up with a diagnosis i do not give that and i tell i give a explanation of What it is that's making it pop that pop in my mind versus giving a name. I'm careful even when that label comes in. So I've been told by other intuitives, don't edit yourself. But the reason that I edit out the name of the diagnosis is because number one, I don't want anybody to be confused. And number two, I think everybody should get verification of what any intuitive says. And I think that that is one issue that I have with people doing medical intuitive work is that they don't really insist that, listen, I'm going to say stuff here. You need to go get verification with this and you need to do something about it. On the other side, there are a lot of people who are real spiritual and they'll go get all the spiritual stuff and they won't do anything physical. And then on the other side, you have people who are physical and they don't want to hear anything about the emotional and spiritual. And they tend to sit on two sides. As a physician, I deal with both. But when they come to me, it all ends up coming together. So I believe that when you're a medical intuitive, the purpose is you're going to bring out what is important at that time of the reading. And that can guide where somebody who could be incredibly complicated medically can go first. What's important, that's what's going to pop into the field. And so you may have somebody with 25 diseases, and they're trying to figure out, well, what do I do? How come nobody can't tell me? I'm so sick. What do I do? And all of a sudden I'll say, zip, 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 zip. This is what's important now. This is what you should work on now from an emotional and spiritual standpoint. And this is where the money is. To go from the physical standpoint to do first. Yes. Is that,
1: do you work similar that way? And what I would tell people I, is, I said, well, I know you have other issues going on, but this issue is very dominant and prominent in your energy field. That's why intuitives are picking it up right now. And so it, you know, it's an energetic situation. The other thing I would add is, you know, you and I, are really doing integrative medicine. We, we're incorporating the, the energetic, intuitive information with the traditional medical field, and I, I love that. I can't tell you how many people I send to a physician, to their physician, or even to the ER after I have seen them for an hour. It's really integrative. I, I want it to work together. Yes, and so for for people who
0: for me, I'm like saying, listen, it's nice to do a reading, and I, you know, I think it's fun, and I'm giving you information. But the reason why I'm doing this is because, and why did I get trained? I started my life as an eye surgeon. Why did I get trained in homeopathy, functional medicine, um, herbs? Why do I go get all this training so that when something comes out? I can help you figure out how to resolve that that physical, biochemistry, structural piece that's getting in the way. And then I have colleagues that I send on to that I say, "Listen, you're having this. This is a perception, a spiritual issue, and I think this person is great to be able to help you deal with that." So it's a it's an I insist that listen, getting a reading is fun. But on the other side, you got to do something with the information. It's not just about going from some psychic to psychic and some people are psychic junkies. It's not just about going from psychic to psychic to see who's the most accurate, who's the most right. It's because in in reality, I have found the ones that are ethical and moral, they all are right. The ones that are ethical and moral. Now there's people who play games and you got to figure that out. So Talk. Let's let's talk about that because there have been some really prominent cases where people have gone to psychics and been taken for hundreds and thousands of dollars. And now I'm wondering what's the matter with them. But so then the the public hears that and thinks everybody's a, a sham, everybody's a fraud. Talk about that a minute.
1: Well, you know, I, I would say it's like anything. There are going to be people who are faking. And there are going to be people who are truly picking up this information. I can't tell you how many times I'll be telling somebody something in a session and they'll say, Oh, I went to a psychic and intuitive two months ago and they said the same thing. I said, If you are going to real people who are truly, truly intuitives, we should be telling you very, very, very similar things. And one thing I do is I do not ask. My client any questions? In fact, I don't want them to tell me anything about their life, anything about their medical diagnoses. I I'll say, don't don't tell me anything. I want to tell you first, and you know that gives us a lot of credibility because they'll know we're not fishing. Because the the people who are faking it, they'll ask a lot of questions and they'll have techniques to fish for the information. I I don't want them to tell me anything.
0: That's how I work also. I want to know your first name, a last initial, your age and sex, and that's about all that I'll take from you. I don't even want to hear your voice. If you call, I want my assistant to call. I don't want you to email any because I feel it would not be organic and it would be biased. And even more so, and probably same for you because I have medical background and there's stuff that I can pick up so easily. As Soon as you open your mouth and start talking.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. yes. So it gives you credibility though, that people say, boy, she doesn't even ask any questions that it gives us credibility. I think.
0: Yes. And I, I allow people to do readings in different ways. Sometimes I said, listen, I'll just I'm going to talk and I'm going to give you, I'll give you a recording. We never have to, I I can do that. But also when I'm doing it live, I said, I'm going to give you the reading first, give you all the information I have. And then I'm going to give you the sheet that I wrote everything down on because it's hard to say everything. Because sometimes I write stuff down and I can't interpret it, but it means something to you. So I'll give you that information. But then after I give you all the information that is coming to me, then you can ask questions, and I recommend that you ask questions without giving me a whole story behind it. Ask the question, don't give me any background information, and then I'll bring forth what I'm going to bring forth based on the energy I'm getting from
1: that question. I love how similar that we're working. I like that a lot. That's neat.
0: Yes, so we've, all, we've, had, we've had good teachers, and let's talk about
1: it. You're a teacher, and you teach this. So where do you teach this? You know, I—that that is my true passion, is that I love to teach this. Right now, I teach individuals, and it's often over Skype, you know, or even phone sessions or coming to my office, so individual sessions. But I also uh, teach workshops, gosh, all over the place. The rest of this year, I will be in New York and Chicago and uh, Wales in the U.K., And I teach internationally now, and my clients are international. So, you know, it's not just us here in the States. The the world is opening up to this. It's the whole world that's opening up to this medical intuition. And I think that's fascinating to me. So to answer your question, I teach individual and also workshops all over.
0: And it's interesting that you say it's international because how I ended up voicing that I could do this in the first place is I started with international clients. People found out I was a doctor and would start asking me, can you help me? And I would know what was wrong with them say, yes, I can help you and tell them what was going on and what they needed to do. So I started international because that was more comfortable for me. I didn't want to be here in America and then said, okay. All right, coaches, I'm hearing you. All right, spirits, I'm hearing you. Let's. Uh, I'll. I'll offer it to the American uh, public. But interestingly, I have found the international populace maybe more receptive than the American populace. I, I've been called more here a quack. Just because I talk about homeopathy and the medical intuition, that's really just really third rail. And they use that I do this to try to downgrade my intellectual ability. <laughs> and, and I'd be happy to roll out my degrees and my trainings and certifications and honor societies and all of that. But this is a particularly different area, and I've found that the scrutiny from the American populace is much more harsh than from the international populace. Have you found that? Very much so.
1: I have found that I, you know, sometimes I'll say the craziest things, and they say, oh, that makes complete sense, or we are aware of this. So yes, the international, all over, tends to be more open and already aware that we are energetic beings, that we are an energetic system. And yes, so I totally agree with that. The the Americans, I think, are more skeptical, you know, that we have a lot of religious beliefs that that are getting in the way, I think, because even that can be integrative. You know, we can integrate the, the church basis of things, but also... The, the energy systems that we are. So I think even that can be integrated, but Americans do struggle. I agree with that.
0: Yes. So tell, what are, what, tell us all your books, because I'm sure people are going to look at this, be fascinated and say, I want to know more. So let's start with the easiest thing where people can go to Amazon and always know that in our show notes, we'll put the links to the books So you'll be able to find them easy, but tell us your books.
1: My first book came out, uh, the Reiki Teacher's Manual. And it's the, the content is for teachers or students, but it's structured so that people who want to teach this will have a, a structure for each class. And lots of people have told me that that really helped them because I want people to, I want the domino effect. So I want people to go out and also to be able to teach it. So that was my first book. And then Become a Medical Intuitive was my next book, and that was me studying how on earth am I doing this and why and how am I so accurate. And so, I wanted to teach people how to do this for others again, always that domino effect. And then, when I noticed, now wait a minute, I'm picking up underlying causes and some unique healing techniques and methods. I thought, I need another book. And so that will be out April 1st, I believe. And that's Advanced Medical Intuition. So uh, those are my three. And I'm I'm thinking about it. I think I have maybe two more books inside of me yet. Oh, more than that. (laughs) More than that. I don't know, maybe, but I know I have probably two more.
0: Yeah. So I I think that's great. I've been working on, I have a a book coming out about being a medical intuitive and a, you know, physician's guide that's going to, that's, that's going to be coming out, you know? So, and, and I'm like, I specifically say in this book, this is not about science. You can go everywhere else and get that. And I wanted to say that as a doctor, this is not about science. This is for me to say something else to you that you need to hear. (laughs) The other part is which, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to read your books. Of course, <laughs> you know we all look for people who are like us with good information. But not only rolling out the okay, here's what some of this means, but here's what I have gotten intuitively that people can do about these issues from a holistic standpoint, and I include homeopathy and different foods and just, you know, I get downloads for people that are very specific. You have this, and and you start noticing a pattern with those downloads. So it's about getting the information, but, oh, now I have this information, what can I do about this? Because if you run in, yes, you might need to go and get some testing. But if you just run into your doctor's office and get testing about something, if it's something that's a little bit more nuanced, you're not going to have any idea what to do about it. There's, just, you're, there's only going to be certain people that are going to be able to tell you what to do about it. I would say uh, integrative doctiner, doctors. Or practitioners, functional medicine practitioners, which, you know, I, I'm training with the Institute for Functional Medicine. I've trained with CEDH for homeopathy, some chiropractors that are trained in especially non force Total body modifications and things like that may be especially able to help you when you get these pieces of information. But I found that if you get the information and you just go back into the conventional medical system, a lot of times you're not going to get the result that you're looking for, which is to be able to resolve the issue.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very, very, very true.
0: So I'm happy you're coming to New York, and I hope that when you're in New York, my schedule is clear so that I can appear, (laughs) because for anybody, I want to say this, for people who want to be medical intuitives and anything else professional, I believe it's a lifelong learning process. So just because you've read somebody's book or been to one person's workshop, you should go to as many as you can because that's just going to strengthen whatever gift, talent, ability that you have. And so I will find somebody. I'll find their workshop. I'll go. I want to go because I want to be there to learn, to be able to do it better. And to me, that's also a hallmark of somebody who's really dedicated and true versus somebody who's – Not necessarily. Now, it's not always the case, but I think people who are really ethical and moral want to make sure that they have as much information and training as possible to do it at the top level.
1: Well, even as you say that, it reminds me that I used to be really intimidated because a lot of professional intuitives would come to my workshop. And that used to scare me because they're already, and some of them were very well known, and it used to kind of scare me. But they were wonderful when they come up at, to me at the break and they said, oh, my goodness, I never thought of this. I didn't think of that. I'm going to include this in my sessions. I, it just, it was wonderful. Gives me goosebumps to talk about it.
0: Yes. So if we want to find you, tell us where can we find you? What's your website?
1: Oh, it's livingawareinc.com.
0: livingawareinc.com. Right. Wonderful. Thank you,
1: Tina. So happy to have you. Thank you so much. I love this. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Revolution podcast. If you want to hear more on how to bring wellness into your life, visit DrVeronica.com. See you all next week. Take care.